It is Saturday morning, February 27th. Uh, I'm making eggs, and here's a little preview for you. If you want to check out the full episode and uh, the rest of our bonus content, please go to patreon.com slash nightrule. Finish cooking the eggs, though, because you really got to watch those on the stove, and then do it. sometimes who also were associated with this bandit tradition as well as outsiders. And I, um, what made them bandits or outsiders is uh, a good question. In some cases, it seems that perhaps their race contributed to marginalizing them in some uh, respect, but there was a broader tradition of the bandit poets who were uh, exiled from their tribes um, you know, uh, had a kind of um, calamitous experience, perhaps of failing in maintaining tribal honor. And so the tribe to disassociate itself from the figure sort of exiles them and they go off into their own solo from a band uh, of bandits with others and then start raiding and you know, kidnapping and acting essentially outside of tribal boundaries, though they may still uh, express some of those values of generosity and solidarity, but they do so as sort of anti-heroes outside of the established kind of system. And so did they they become kind of revered figures even within the mainstream over time type thing? Oh, definitely. Realizing them and remembering them as poets, they are among some of the more celebrated poets, um, and they in they they perfectly represent the poetic tradition. They're just this very interesting kind of imagined social grouping of poets who are bandits outside of the normal frame of economy and society. They're raiders, you know. They're they're often also characterized very much in their poetry that is always very autobiographical, kind of talking about their exploits and their experiences, that they talk very much about their poverty and impoverishment, um, that they're outside of kind of the normal systems. And that's why they have to raid because they don't have the access to supporting and sustaining themselves. And they also, there is some sense of a redistributive kind of egalitarian band sort of this kind of socialist band of bandits, you know? And I like to think of them as a little bit like perhaps, you know, the gangster rappers. I mean, I was gonna say when the gangster rap analogies stop, I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What centuries centuries are we talking about though? Oh, we were talking about the fifth and sixth centuries. So Um, the the sixth century gangster rap, wow. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah. It has a real genealogy, you know, that goes back, you know, because there's also a lot of the sort of bold and audacious language in this poetry of, 
kind of recounting one's exploits of asserting one's you know kind of manly warrior qualities and abilities and recounting you know these daring raids that you you know you've managed to pull off but it's also inhabited by a kind of tragic sense that attempting to exist outside of the tribal structures you know not a you know extremely successful uh, you know, path towards a long life, you know, so they're all very cognizant also that they're in an atmosphere of violence where life might be very short and that their death is always imminent. And this just, again, seems so much like some of the youthful kind of gangster rap lyrics that are so conscious of how it is not easy to be you know, a black man outside the system, you know, where more organized forces uh, can be, you know, uh, brought to be, brought down upon you, you know, so. Was a preview of Night Rule 24. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to check out that full episode and the rest of our bonus content, we have uh, some really great episodes and uh, some mixtapes and some other fun stuff. You go to patreon.com slash night rule to become a night ruler. Thank you.